0: Welcome back, people. It's Wednesday, June 15th. The Taxi Squad boys are back together. Let's go.
1: It's so nice to hear your voice, Mike. I'm oh. sure people people are sick of this voice over here. I'll tell you that.
0: I mean, hey, now you got, you got a taste of what it's like to record solo.
1: Yeah, not as fun as talking shit with you, man. I'll tell you well, that.
0: Well, you know, I mean, hey, I, I appreciate you taking the reins, you know, to give a give the peeps a little bit of a history lesson here, you know, uh, the, when, when I broke off from he who should not mm-hmm. be named yep. Yep. And, and rest and in I, peace, and I, king. All right, <laughs> And then I went, I went solo for like a couple episodes and I was like, God, I just can't, I can't do this. And Vince was always a mad supporter. And I was like, you want to, you want to do one? And then we did one and almost a year and then later, I'm like, Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> <And then laughs> Let's we're do like, it.
0: <laughs> let's go and the taxi yeah. squad boys are created so hey vince got his b-day show so so what were your final thoughts i'm curious
1: um definitely uh there's a lot more energy when you it with the two people there's no doubt about it right. i'm sure anybody that listened to it can agree it was definitely calmer um and you know <laughs> i had a i had a fun time with it but i'm much happier in this scenario where we can bounce off each other chat about stuff i need you here mike
0: Hey, I need you, bud. I need you. I mean, not to get uh, too bro-mental right now, but yeah, no, I need you, But uh, If well, I was with
1: I... you, I'd kiss you, sweet pea. <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah, man, I hey, I dug it. I thought you did a wonderful job. Um, you know, your predictions for the NBA, spot on for that night. I mean, yeah, was, like five points off, people. It makes uh,
1: up for but, the NHL.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to get into that. But yeah, um, I mean it was great and happy birthday. Once again, my, my friend, uh, thank you. you, you, Handsome young man. You, uh, so we will have to sell once you're done doing your baseball trips, Um, sir. because Vince is going to knock off two more. I believe I will
1: be on the taxi squad Instagram this weekend, just showing you guys around nationals park, showing you guys around Camden yards or whatever it's called. Now, um, going out East to visit a friend with the aforementioned Richard, that we've talked about many times before. Little Richard. Um, little Richard. So it's mm-hmm. going to be fun. We're going to knock off a couple of parks in there, have a good time in D.C., sweat over there. Honestly, big thing here too. Anybody in Chicago, just like, you know, stay cold because, goddamn, 100 degrees today, 100 degrees yesterday, brutal.
0: Hey, your boy's going out to Vegas for uh, the weekend, you know, so I'm looking forward to it. Gotta sprinkle work some money week. down, huh? Yeah, you know, got a work trip next week. Gonna be crazy busy. Um, so definitely gonna to have to bring the laptop with me because I am gonna be slammed.
1: So, Mike from the Road's a fun time though. I like a good Mike from the Road.
0: Yeah, Mike from the Road is uh it's usually a long day, but we get it done. So uh we will be on the road next week. So that'll be uh that'll be good fun. That'll be very good fun. I'm looking forward Indeed to it. Indeed, it will. But I Vince, can. um We are back with some pretty strange and unusual topics this week. I got to say, I was thinking
1: about it today. This segment's great because weird shit happens every goddamn week. Like this, thinking about it for this week, there was probably three or four things that we could have made strange and unusual. And we're probably going to touch on all of them. But this one was the strangest. I think you can agree.
0: This is pretty, I mean, this is pretty strange. I mean, there is, there is some adultery here. There is some, you know, interesting Wipe stuff swap. going on. <laughs> yeah, this is this is like reality television type shit that's good.
1: In so, its real life. Uh,
0: Vince, Let, why me, why break Let yeah, me break it, it down. down. Let me break it down. Let me break it down.
1: So um, last year, people might remember there's a whole Del Curry, Sonya Curry split up. People see Del Curry at a game with a couple Instagram hotties slash thotties. People are like, oh, shit, he's getting at it. So basically what happened last year, Um, Sonya Curry, cheated on Dell with his college friend, Steven Johnson, who played tight end for the Patriots a little bit in the league. He had a taste. He wasn't, he wasn't big in it or anything like that. He cheated on, uh, on Dell with this guy, or she cheated on Dell with this guy. Um, and then basically lied about it. So, okay. That was last year. Why is that pertinent now? I'm sure everybody saw it. Game five of the Warriors finals. Who's Dell Curry with? But the estranged ex-wife of said Stephen Johnson. Sonia Curry also is Stephen Johnson. So we're talking wife swap scenario right now in real life. Wild. Wild. I mean,
0: like Del Curry is like that guy in that old vine. Like, whoever threw that, your mom's a hoe. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and like he stepped in. <laughs> he stepped in. Now and it's like, hey, gotcha, bitch. So, I mean, for me, this is this is just prime time TV. Like, this needs to be a reality TV show. If I've ever heard, yeah, of a reality TV
1: show. Do you think that's distracting for Steph just a little bit?
0: Uh, I don't think Steph pays too much attention of his parents' uh, adulteries. Yeah. So to speak, I think that's the correct way of saying that. Sure. Uh, you know, he's got a life, he's got a wife, he's got kids, he's you know, he's doing his thing. That's uh, true. I'm sure there's some small disappointment, but they split up a while ago. So you know, the yeah, pandemic I mean, made people do crazy shit, my guy.
1: There's uh yeah, there's like pictures of stuff like giving the knucks to Steven Johnson and all this stuff. It's just so it's so wild. Like you I don't know, you hear about things like this and you're like, oh, that is pretty crazy but to see it on national tv with like i mean i don't know like i wouldn't say i guess yeah i mean like celebrities they're celebrities in their own right like it's just crazy that 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 would happen and then that way too like this has to be a spite move right like he, there's no way he's like oh i'm in love with her like he's it has to be a spite move. I mean,
0: who knows man i mean maybe they both gravitated towards each other once they both swinger situation out. maybe who knows i mean hey big mike knows all about Getting hit on by swingers happened to Kylie and I knew uh, what happens times. when you're a
1: handsome couple, man.
0: Yeah, you know, we do what we can. But uh, <laughs> what, I, what I would say is uh, we don't go that way, but there are people out there. I mean, who knows? Maybe they were swinging one night and, you know, shit happens. It's like the uh, upside know. down
1: pineapple or whatever it is.
0: It's the calling yeah, sign of a swinger. There's yeah. They, they, I don't I don't know like the calling signs with the fruit. But upside like, down
1: pineapple, man.
0: It's an upside down pineapple. Yeah, interesting more you know. more interesting huh, who'd have thunk it not me i only
1: learned that because i have a shirt with pineapples on it and it's the na- international sign of hospitality if you flip it around it's the international sign of swingers <laughs> so no worry oh, you know
0: oh so when vince was in college he's saying he turned that shirt inside out
1: all i'm telling you is that i wear my shirt upside down
0: <laughs> that's all i'm saying <laughs> i don't know i don't know my how shirt's that a works pants,
1: my pants is shirt
0: I mean, that would be interesting. Shirt pants guy. But no, I mean, for real, though, I think at this stage of the game, I mean, chances are they do like family barbecues and stuff. You know, maybe they're not anymore. I mean, who knows? Maybe they're chill. Maybe Steve. They were not chill
1: about that divorce, man, (laughs) because she lied to him real hard. That's why I think this is a spite move. He's like, hey, screw you. I'm with your wife. Well, he seems
0: he seems happy, and at yeah. the end of the day, you know, God bless. I wouldn't say Dell was as anywhere as good as Steph, but you know, Dell was in a Burger no. King commercial many moons ago. In the yeah, beginning.
1: I mean, he was an all star, right? Like he was good.
0: Yeah. He was good. He was good. He was nine. Steph's just Del, great. You
1: know? Steph's just great.
0: Steph's more than great. Steph's a legend. So yeah, Um, you know, now Seth, on the other hand, not so much, but still gets you know, buckets though. Still in his gets own buckets, right. but he's like Steph Curry diet. Um, but yeah, no, crazy, crazy, absolutely crazy that this is some sort of stuff. We got a lot of, I think the theme of this show is just going to be like adultery. Um, because <laughs> actually, we got yeah. a lot, we got a we're lot gonna to we're get gonna to. book,
1: we're gonna book on that shit pretty hard right now. No yeah, doubt we're
0: about it. Yeah, I mean, this, this is just the beginning. Of what we're about to taste, this show. So, cheer up. Uh, moving on, Vince let's start with find... the championships, huh? Let's start yeah, with yeah, the let's championships. Start with, let's start with the NBA. You know, you and your crazy, crazy good predictions. Uh, yep. The series is going uh, back to uh, Boston, and yeah, so... it, it is uh, it is a three two series. Warriors up.
1: The the one game that I guessed correctly was the last game that the Celtics won. <laughs> so, um. It's okay. <laughs> uh, the Warriors won the last two. Kind of. The first thing I want to talk about. We talked about this too. And this could have been another strange and unusual topic. But last night. Everybody's seen the guy that looks like Clay Thompson. He's like a Klay Thompson impersonator, right? Um, this guy walks in wearing like the warm-up clothes and all that. Gets through five layers of security. So through five layers of separate security going into the stadium. Everybody thought he was Clay Thompson. He ended up getting onto the court and ended up shooting up warm-up shots for 10 minutes
0: before someone's like, hey, maybe that's not Clay Thompson. That's fantastic in so many ways. And this guy has been around forever doing this impression, which I think is fantastic. It's hilarious. Um, It's so good. And he also has a character by the name of Ernie that he plays like this dork and he goes to like the as basketball parks across the country and just gets like buckets up, just buckets people just constantly. Yeah. So, I mean, Duke can actually ball. Uh, but with all of that being said, goes in, gets past five layers of security, as Vince would say, <laughs> and then dude gets banned for life from the chase arena. Like to me. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. But if you get past five layers of security... Security's fault. Let him sit on the fucking bench at that (laughs) point. Yeah. Dude, Look for you.
1: They might might lift it one of these days. But, I mean, I get it because you can't really just walk in and do whatever you want. I get that to a point. But, obviously, this is a bit... Didn't hurt anybody. You just walked in and did it. I guess that's a security problem because these are high-profile athletes. But, like come on guys like if you look at him you know that's not clay thompson there's a lot of similarities but if you look at him straight in the face you're like that's not clay thompson like it's pretty obvious no so like the fact that they miss that entirely is is hilarious to me there's no other way around it it's just like come on like what the fuck are you
0: doing (laughs) that's on the security team at the chase arena that should be in my opinion on the security if i'm the owner of this team i'm like no 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 D- don't do that. That That's bad press in a way because this guy is probably going to roast the shit out of him on his YouTube channel that he's had. For
1: and early. you're getting like, obviously, like we're not fucking primetime, but you're getting other podcasts talking about it and shit, too. Like none of this is positive press. It's <laughs> just well, like, hey, your
0: security fucking sucks. Prime prime and... time, Vince? I think, we're fucking I prime think
1: time. we are, too. We're but I'm not time. I'm not saying we're top 10 on Apple charts. You know,
0: <laughs> So like well, hey, we we're certainly downloads. Are fucking getting that's what,
1: Hey, we would Hey, I'm, I'm on your go. team here, brother. cool <laughs>
0: want your team here
1: but i'm just saying in general like this is people are talking about it everywhere so if anything it's good press for that guy and bad for the chase center
0: yeah no i'd, I'd agree with that it is bad it's bad press it just looks bad well i know Can what I else is bad what else is bad vince
1: just the city of boston right now they're feeling the city bad Bo-
0: oh god they gotta so go back to the habit get it
1: dark i yeah. i'm a good
0: co-op i'm a good co-op <laughs> Do you remember in the span of like 2006 and like 2013, there was a movie every like six months with a Boston accent? Oh yeah, like, it was like a you...
1: Wahlberg or a fucking uh, Damon just coming in hot.
0: Affleck, with Ben Affleck. It's like <laughs> yeah, like we gotta go to the harbor. I'm a good cop. Every <laughs> that, that... movie was a Boston accent.
1: That's why Ted was the shit.
0: Oh, Bear Ted with a Boston the accent. <laughs> Ted, Ted is just – Ted is – Ted's amazing. Ted's great. one of the greatest cartoon films that ever existed. Yeah, that coming out was was genius. They need um, to come out yeah, Ted 3.
1: It's mad depressing in Boston right now. Um, it's not over. It's not, and we're going to get to it, but I think Boston ends up winning this thing still.
0: Um, Ooh. But
1: game four – game four, the – Boston Celtics just like they seemed like they were gonna be in on it <clears throat> for a long time. Like I I honestly thought, like, hey, Boston's gonna end up doing all right. I mean, they won the first half by like what seven points or something like that. Golden State comes out, does that third quarter shit that they always do. It it is what it is. Um, but at the end of it, there it's just kind of like they ran out of steam. And this is kind of what I'm worried about. The last two um, what do you call it, series that they've been in, they've been going seven games. The Golden State Warriors had a decent amount of time between when they won and waiting on the Celtics to win to go to the finals. So they had rest. They have guys that have been there before. They understand how this works. Celtics are a young team. Two game sevens in a row. They're kind of on, if they're going to win it, they got to go to another one as well. That's kind of my my bigger worry here because like, look, Marcus Smart was my plus minus 17. So he's minus 17 for this game. Game five, he was minus nine. Like,
0: it's I talk Marcus shit about
1: Marcus smart. smart a lot. It's not all him, but he's certainly not helping them in a lot of ways.
0: And it's not Marcus Smart, okay? It's Boston's Marcus Smart. So oh, sorry, Marcus Smart. Marcus, wicked <laughs> Smart. So, like, Wicked Smart, Marcus, bottom line, I mean, they just got to start stepping up. And, you know, the this last game was kind of pretty apparent that showed some holes. Um, but the Warriors stepped up in many ways. and uh, I mean, Andrew Wiggins, who would have yeah. thought, you know, 26 points, 43 minutes, leads the team in minutes played. I mean, Steph Curry's seemingly hobbled right now. He doesn't yeah. seem like he's playing 100 percent. But to me, that's a benefit. And to lead to your point, I do feel as if that Boston has a window now to say, OK, we're going to go back home and we're going to win. So to me, they, I mean, they that, have
1: to, you know,
0: <laughs> like, yeah, it, well, of course they have to, but to me, it's just more motivation to say, let's kick this off. Let's get back in the groove and then boom, back in the Boston groove.
1: One then, guy yeah. we got to give love to is Sir Time Lord himself, Robert Williams. Um, Robert Williams is so fun to watch play basketball. If anybody who's been watching this, like his defense, his blocking ability um, just like basically staying in the hole and just doing his damn job. That guy sticks to defenders like goddamn sticky tack, Elmer's glue. Take what you will.
0: Well, they are he's, taking away Draymond, which is huge.
1: He's been
0: ass. Yeah, they've this taken whole
1: away whole finals. He's been he's been bad. Like he's the net negative for this team right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not he's not helping much, and he doesn't match up well against a lot of these guys. So. I think Robert Williams is a key cog, and how he performs down line here is going to be huge.
1: Yeah, Um, and I think we kind of said that at the beginning of the series, too, where it was like, this team goes if Robert Williams goes, and he can shut a guy down. I mean, we talked about it the last series before the finals started, how Draymond Green was so pivotal for that. Now it's more like, okay, we can stop him. First off, Draymond Green can't shoot threes anymore. I don't know what happened to him. That backpack-ass, goofy-looking shot is not working out for him anymore. And he looks like he's wearing a backpack every time he shoots the ball. It's hilarious. (laughs) You'll never forget it when you see it the first time. I saw it on Twitter, I think. Someone's like, it looks like he's got a backpack on. And I started dying because this is exactly how you look like when you're, like, 13. Wearing a backpack, someone passes you the ball, and you got to make sure that it stays on. You just kind of, like, lean over a little bit. look like a pterodactyl or some shit. Um,
0: He's never been that guy, though. I mean... He
1: was... No, I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, anything like that, but he was knocking down two, three, two to three, three pointers a game, like in, in those early finals runs. And now you can't do that for the life of them.
0: I think more so back then they were trying to take Steph and um, Clay. Clay away. And then and I, KD. Yeah, when that well, yeah, I was just about to say when KD was on the team that, so, I mean, Draymond would just chill at the three point line and just wide open Be shots. Open. I mean, yeah. I mean every now and again, but yeah, no, he, that's not his thing. That's not his thing. And if, you know, as you said, Patrick Williams, if he, or Robert Williams, sorry, Ron Williams, if he's all over some shout out to him. Yeah, I know. Right. If he's all over him, I mean, there's no way.
1: Right. He's a great defender. Um, I will say since we're on game five, uh, first off, people are going to freak out about Andrew Wiggins. And to that, I say, Remember what team he's on. Remember the system he's on. He's playing really fucking well. Andrew Wigg is playing really well. He's playing better than, honestly, we've seen him in his career mostly. He had a couple good games there in Minnesota. But overall, whatever. He's on a team now where he is the third scorer, I guess, no matter who's on the floor. Because like when Jordan Poole comes in, he definitely he definitely dominates the ball. But if he can go in there and get 26 points and 13 rebounds and on 50% shooting, it's great. And then the other point I wanted to make about Game five here is that Golden State from three. I mean, take clay out of it, obviously, but no one in their starting lineup hit a three-pointer. Steph Curry, 0 for nine, Draymond O for two, Otto Porter 0 for two, Wiggins O for six. All from three, and they still beat the team by ten. That's a little terrifying because you kind of like the way you think about it, you're like, you know, Golden State lives on the three point line, like they live and die by that. And if they're not even doing that. And they're still beating you by 10. You got a tough road ahead of you here, Boston.
0: Well, I just looked at that game kind of like a weird anomaly, if I'm being honest, because Andrew Wiggins just like took over. He took over there late in the game. And he was like, just playing ball. Just he's been playing
1: good basketball, but I mean, obviously 26, 50% shooting. That's a whole different game, but he's been playing pretty well this whole series.
0: He was highly touted as the best player in that draft now. Yep.
1: I mean, Besides, Jason Besides, <laughs> Besides Jason Tatum. Besides what Jason Tatum, Tatum, Tatum said, excuse me. He wasn't in that draft, but no, his little Jabari Twitter. Parker.
0: Yeah. yeah, right. Twitter. Right, because he he was the first one, even though they were teammates, um, to say, oh, Jabari Parker's far better than uh, Wiggins, which you will say about your teammate.
1: James I – and Parker. I honestly did think that going in. I, I mean, Chicago everybody. guy, you got to love Jabari Parker, like – intangibles for days and he just didn't work out but yeah there's a jason tatum tweet from i don't even know what year that was but uh it was okay. basically like because he was like i think he was committed to do because tatum only won for a year so did yeah. jabari but um yeah but he was just like yeah jabari parker is a better talent than andrew wiggins on here and then andrew wiggins is like fuck you 26
0: in your face bitch <laughs> well i mean lebron was like yeah he's not getting drafted here Basically. Because they were like, oh, LeBron's going to bring him up. Yeah, because Jabari was supposed to be the
1: next LeBron.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, that's not happening, dog. Yeah, Yeah. dog. I'm going to have to pass, dog. Yeah. Either was Wiggins. Either uh, though, Wiggins
1: wasn't going there either. Though.
0: (laughs) No, Wiggins was actually originally drafted by Cleveland. That's what
1: I'm saying. And then they were like, Kevin Love.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Right. Right now, in your face, (laughs) Kevin Love. Yeah. No. And then that didn't age well. Um, Yeah. No. Game five is going to be crazy. Um, Feel as if that uh, we're we're going to be getting into this. You know, game six is going to be crazy. Game six. Um, Sorry. Game six. That being said,
1: this is the first Warriors Finals team where there's like considerable holes. Cause like, obviously when you have KD, it kind of fixes everything and they were amazing with them. But even before when they were like that unstoppable force the 72 wins, all that jazz, like this is a team with more holes. So like, and that's kind of why, and we could talk about our, our predictions here in a second, but like, that's kind of the thing here where it's like, listen, there's spots that you can kind of take over, but also Boston, like, they aren't LeBron led like Jason Tatum's really good, but he's not LeBron James. So it's like looking at this, there's a lot more parody to it where like these little, these guys like Andrew Wiggins or if, you know, Jordan pool has a big game or on the other side, if Marcus smart goes off or Jalen Brown has an insane game, like those can make a way bigger difference than some of those old warriors cast series in the past.
0: I agree. I believe that basically, um, it's going to come down to how Steph plays and Clay together. Mm-hmm. That That's going to be a big thing. I still don't believe Steph is 100%. I, I don't think he old. is either.
1: But, I dude, mean, honestly, everybody says that, though, every time he has a bad game. So who, like, knows? You well, know? No, it
0: really kind of went down after, what was it, game two or game three, where yeah. he got rolled up on, basically. And well, don't
1: forget, he hit 43 in game four.
0: <laughs> dude, he's amazing. He was like sixty percent.
1: He was like sixty percent, fifty from three. He had forty three in game four. It was insane. It's like and ten rebounds. In your Solely face, dependent <laughs> on
0: Clay and Steph playing together. Now yeah. Draymond's gonna just have to just play defense lights out and just be a facilitator at this point, or just keep following out every goddamn has, game. Well, he seemingly has the yips. Yeah. yeah, a little bit of the yips right now. So or he's just uh,
1: podcasting too much. You know, this this takes away from my basketball ability too.
0: <laughs> Listen, I don't have much basketball ability <laughs> Although Kylie Reid says I kind of have some basketball ability I got a wet J, of, kid Yeah, every now and again that thing just flows But at, at the end of the day It's, it, it's I don't know To me, Boston Needs to get hungry right now And I feel yeah. like they will They've shown up all playoffs Like, Listen, you've right. been to two sevens right? Go do it again, boys Do it again, we've been here, do it again We need Marcus Smart Because he's wicked <laughs> smart Wicked and Smart. We, we we need some big games from different role players here. I feel like their bench needs to show up like they did against Milwaukee, and I haven't seen that this series.
1: No, I agree. Um, I mean Peyton Pritchard's played all right. Grant Williams Pritchard's has been the, good in the, spots. But...
0: Pritchard's the king, man. Pritchard's Pritchard's uh the great white hope of that team. You know,
1: you know what they need? They needed a Paul legend on that team, like a Max Truce. They do. Then they would be doing some. Fun. Real good work
0: out for Miami, but yeah. yeah. So
1: Mike, what? Tell me what you think is going to happen. The rest of the series
0: in my eyes. Okay. It's going to be a really close game in game six Mm -hmm. in Boston, but I feel like they come out. I feel like it's going to go down to like the last two minutes. That's me. It feels like it's going to go down the last two minutes and it's going to be like, someone's going to fall out in a big, big prediction. So yeah, I'm gonna say that game, Celtics one sixteen, Golden State one thirteen. It's gonna be a oh, three point game.
1: Three point game. Um, I would like to be I would like it to be known that Draymond also followed out of game five because he does that. Um I think Boston wins this. I feel like there's some juju there. Three game sevens in a row. I'm a sucker for the storyline. Three game sevens in a row. They win it hopefully on a buzzer beater.
0: <laughs> oh, you're gonna I'm go getting... more in Cinderella story than this guy.
1: Yeah, but that might be game seven. So I'm not gonna get ahead of myself. I'm gonna say game six. I say Boston wins I say Boston wins it pretty pretty handily. I think they win it by like ten. Let's say they win by ten. Let's say they go somewhere around 115. Golden State sits around 105. Um, this kind of feels like a letdown spot a little bit. They're gonna be in Boston, they're gonna be feeling it. Um, by the way, after Clay said, like, oh, Boston, you're not classy and all that shit, it also pisses me off when people do that. You're not supposed to be classy if you're going to Boston for the NBA Finals. Like, you know, class goes out the window. At that point, you're saying, fuck Draymond until you die, until you're blue in the face, you know. Like that's that's how it is. It's the NBA Finals, baby. You think you th- I mean, from the stories I've heard, you think Utah was nice in the '90s? No way.
0: <laughs> None of these teams were nice in the '90s. And right, and why would you? I just don't understand why you would go out of your way as it. Like Clay is so dumb for saying that because they're going to eat him at Boston. Right. They're just going to eat him alive.
1: I know. What I'm saying.
0: I mean, the next game in this series, they're just going to destroy him. So he better be able to play through that because tomorrow night at eight PM, buckle up, Buttercup. Because this and also
1: now walk. he can't swear anymore. I mean, no one on the team can swear anymore. Like they're being classless and shit. It's just like opening a can of worms. Like it's Boston, dude. You know what Boston's like? It's not filled with like the nicest people in the world. You definitely no, have characters, right? No. You're, you know, it's born and blood green, brother. They poured tea into the harbor. <laughs> like that's how it went.
0: Exactly. It's it's not. <laughs> it's you know. It's not. It's not Silicon Valley. It's it's right. not Hollywood.
1: And they're assholes too.
0: They are some of the biggest pretentious <laughs> assholes on the planet. Yeah, exactly. They, if there's any group of people who smells their own farts more than people in that region, <laughs> right? Like they are legit getting wine glasses, farting in them, and just.
1: <sighs> I mean, you got to make sure it's <sighs> it's it's healthy, right?
0: I mean, that's a total pun on a South Park episode, but it is so true, though.
1: I'm going to say so, it. I always check after I poop, make sure it's all clean.
0: <laughs> I mean, what's the point? Right. You got to exactly. make sure you're having complete elimination. You got to see
1: what you created, young man.
0: <laughs> I mean, hey, we're, Vince is down to plug any I sort of I did that
1: all poop, by myself. <laughs> any sort
0: of poop medicine that anybody would like us to yeah. plug on the pod.
1: Are you Vince- having paused bowel movements? <laughs>
0: Are your bowel movements giving you sign for pause?
1: Do me a favor and take a laxative.
0: <laughs> this is coming from the Taxi Squad podcast. And laxative today, oh, boy. <laughs> Happy all pooping! Right, Happy pooping! All right, so poop side. All right, now game six. Yep. Poop squirrel. Um. <laughs> now game seven, going yes. back. Okay, because we've both predicted game seven. So yep. going back to Golden State. I mean, we don't have a crystal ball. But, Mm -hmm. I don't need a score, but like maybe a margin of victory and maybe who wins.
1: Buzzer beater, baby. Three-pointer. Another
0: two in a row, huh?
1: Well, the last one, no. So, I I got ahead of myself. The last one is going to be a 10-point victory. Celtics are going to take it. Game seven, buzzer beater, corner three. Buzzer beater. As long as Marcus Smart doesn't take it. If he takes it, then they lose.
0: Well, Tatum needs to take the last shot.
1: Or Jalen Brown. He's kind of got a bucket this series.
0: Uh, I don't know, bud. I don't know. We're going to have to wait and see on that.
1: Give me yours, young man. Who's winning this?
0: <sighs> I think it's going to be like like super like emotional sort of like like last couple seconds, like fouling, two, driving to the lane, gets put on his ass, and you got to make those last two shots. Yeah. Like that's how I see it, but that's just me.
1: I mean, if he does that, he solidifies the whole – finals mvp thing right right and like you gotta think wiggins is playing off his ass it'd be a real damn shame if the warriors win and wiggins wins the finals mvp over Steph.
0: oh yeah dude because
1: they start everybody starts that narrative it's like oh he's playing better than he usually is it's like yeah but even if he's playing better than he usually is he's not more important than Steph to his team like there's no way in fucking hell
0: oh yeah no i'm with you
1: So he should win it, but there's going to be another Iguodala thing probably if that
0: happens. Hey, hey, Death Star pointed at Earth. Game on the line. Who are you taking? (laughs) I'm taking Iguodal. All right, Max <laughs> Kellerman. That's a great way to end. Uh, and speaking <laughs> of silly, silly, silly things to say before they absolutely happen. Oh. Vince, you just need to stop making fucking NHL Dude. predictions. I don't know what the hell you were thinking. The, like, oh, I... the, Rangers. the Rangers got to stick ice over and I'm sitting listening. I'm like, no, that's a
1: terrible.
0: <laughs> it's just
1: because it came out too, and the, the Lightning already won the, the next game, and it was three two. And I was just like, okay, listen. I started Ugh. it off at the segment last week too. I said, not a hockey guy. I'm a big hockey guy. Not a hockey pot. You know, no one's ever known. No this one listens to hockey, us for our best. hockey no. information because we don't have a lot of it. No, and I was like, let me let me dabble. Let me tickle we tickle it. And you learn you your tickled lesson. the
0: wrong thing. Yeah.
1: And, but instead of running from a battle, being like, hey, listen, I really, I really fucked up there, huh? I said we should go straight on to it. And now we're talking about hockey because we're in the Stanley Cup finals, baby. And the Tampa Bay Lightning are there for the third year in a row trying to do the three peat right now. So it's no. okay. And I said last week too, I don't really care for the New York Rangers. I actually didn't care for them at all. So this is actually a positive for me, but I also don't like Tampa Bay because of the stupid ticket shit. So, but,
0: but then again, I mean like, yeah, I, I mean, listen, I didn't really have a dog in that fight. I want to kind of want to Panarin to win because Panarin used to play for the Hawks. Yeah, exactly. He yeah. Was playing off his ass, but I mean, just the lightning just happen. come back and just start just sick, nasty with it. So yeah,
1: it was dirty. Um, it.
0: Yeah, can't I'm happy
1: that. for them, I guess. It's just the whole the whole ticket thing in Chicago and all that. It just makes me fucking dislike Tampa Bay Lightning. But oh, well, yeah. they move on and they're the underdog, Mike.
0: Well, I mean, listen, right now, you wouldn't know because as the game sits, uh, maybe it's right to say that they're the underdog because uh, Tampa is, right now. Yeah, is getting way. smoked. Are it's they? Three to one. Uh, OK, He scored another one Jeez. to the start of the second period. So, yeah, that uh, that's going to be a big one. It's going to be a big one. And uh, there's already uh, four goals total scored in this game. Do not know what the over under was, but almost like I know that hockey. I told Vince before the game, I was like, you know, maybe it is a good night. To Sprinkly over. Yeah. And uh, you might yeah,
1: be just right like about it. Score. You're one goal away, I'd yeah. say. <laughs> yeah,
0: one um, away from hitting that son of a gun.
1: This is funny. Cause it's similar to the NBA playoffs, but even more the dichotomies a little bit more. But uh, the Avalanche basically steamrolled every team to get to the finals here. Two losses against the Blues, two other sweeps. How you doing? Keep it moving. Here I am. Done. The Done. Tampa Bay Lightning go seven games and they come in. It's kind of the same conversation of it's like rust versus rest, whatever it may be. Hockey is very demanding sport. Um. Just very manly dudes play that goddamn game, too, when it comes down to it. Um, I, I just don't know how you can do... If a team makes the Stanley Cup Finals, the third year, for a chance to get a three-peat, I don't know how you can make him an underdog. The East was harder, supposedly. That's what people are telling me. Again, didn't watch too much of it this year, so I can't be a source. The East was harder, supposedly. And I get, like, the Avalanche played really, really, really well, but I uh, just, you know, minus 105 for the for the Lightning to win it? Like, I feel like I'm a sucker for not taking that, right?
0: I mean, listen, I uh, I just feel as if that the Avalanche and the Stan Kroenke-led team, as much as I dislike Stan Kroenke and what he did to the city of St. Louis, uh, yeah. he's got a banger on his hands right now. You know, he has a helipad on top of the stadium in Colorado. That's badass. Float down on like a a super villain and like get out of that shit and just be like, I'm here, bitches. Hey, Sam. (laughs) The locals are just like, this guy's back. (laughs) Thanks for the Walmart money. Uh, (laughs) But for real, though, like it's so dumb. And uh, I think the Avalanche are just destined to win this series. So when you're like, yeah, Mike, you know, it's kind of crazy that you know they're the underdog. I'm like, is it? Is it though? I don't think so. Because they've just iced mad competition. I'd and like it to be known, the Oilers and yeah, hits. exactly.
1: I'd like Done. to be known that I want the Avalanche to win, like a lot. I don't oh, care wow. for Tampa Bay. I don't care oh, about wow. that bullshit Shots ticketing fired. thing. I want the Avalanche to win. I just thought it was crazy that they would be that underdog after they're they're on their chance to win the third in a row. It just seems like okay, like. It should at least be almost even, you know, like it should be like plus 20, not plus 105.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I concur. I concur, doctor. Um, Yeah, to me, this is nuts. Um, It's going to be pretty crazy as we continue to lead into the series. But I mean, wouldn't it be crazy if like the Avalanche swept this series too, like two series back to back just sweep?
1: Yeah, and then three in the playoffs. I was going to say, that's exactly what it is, except the Sox only lost once, but whatever. It yeah, what back me?
0: to White Sox. They yeah. only they um, lost once in the playoffs.
1: Well, right, yes. To the uh, beautiful Correction. Anaheim Angels.
0: One time. And Mike Sosha, baby. Mike Sosha, you know, our Italian king. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's going to be a crazy Still younger
1: series. than Tony the Russa.
0: Still impact. younger than Tony La Russa, probably would have been a better choice and a better <laughs> Italian to pick. But we choose the guy who has a walker and falls asleep at press conferences. Yeah, um, awesome. Well, we'll get into more of baseball as we lead into this. Um, so, the Browns. Sorry, that was really... a hockey
1: pod segment. Thank you, everybody. We're hockey pod. All right, go on.
0: Never, but <laughs> um, the Browns now to some NFL Brands. talk. Brands. I think they really fucked up. They did. Um because Deshaun Watson now has another 24 women filing <sighs> lawsuits against him and this is absolutely fascinating. Um I mean, you didn't you didn't know before you insured they the guy like a bag. Diligence.
1: Dude, this is the most Cleveland Browns shit. The most Cleveland Brown shit I've ever seen in my damn life. It's oh, such it's a joke. It's just like you knew that something was looming. <clears throat> you don't know what it's actually going to be. This happens. You're kind of just like, all right, like Jesus fucking Christ. So you dive into it, right? The Browns. Actually, you want to dive into it, Mike?
0: Oh, I'll dive into it. Well, I'm give, us, give us give some love. All you. right. So basically when the Browns decided it was a good idea to – Pursue Deshaun Watson after they thought his legal troubles had proceeded and he was done and everything was good and he's Gucci and now he can play again in the NFL. Like, yeah, we're probably still going to ban his ass, but it's not gonna be going to. He was going to get.
1: Season. He was going to get suspended no matter what. Yeah, it like was, that inevitable. was going to happen.
0: Yeah, inevitability that he's going to get suspended. But now, with all of this being said, all right, now an extra twenty-four women come out and file lawsuit saying that he was inappropriate in these massages. Now it gets even worse. Okay. Yep. Now this grand total has gone to 60, 66 women over the course of 17 months. And to add insult to injury, the Houston Texans actually helped him conspire to do this by helping him book hotel rooms. And then not only that producing NDA agreements for him, or non-disclosure agreements for NDAs. him. Come on, team. Over the course of seventeen months, sixty-six different women. Okay, from the fall of 2019 to the spring of 2021. So, not only if you really break it down, spring of 2021. I mean, the the charges already hit, and he was still doing shit.
1: Fucking crazy.
0: Like this it's shit like, is bananas, and like if you break it down, like if we do the math, sixty six divided by seventeen is like three point eight. So that's like a that is like a different masseuse every week. It's fucking crazy. So like, like I, come I'm on, sorry. dude, <laughs> come on, dude, like come on, you, dude. All right, listen, I understand you're a professional athlete, and I understand you're desirable as a you know figure in society and as a man. So go but find again, it on your own, you fuck Well, things. right. But, but right. But like, hear me <laughs> out. Hear me out. But like, I'm sorry. I don't care if you're chanting motherfucking Tatum. Right. 66 women are not going to be down for the cause. And if you do think so, you may just be a borderline narcissist. So or not an only, idiot. <laughs> I mean, not only did the Browns way misjudge this entire situation, but now what do you do? Now what do you do?
1: Is it me or are you smelling bread, Mike? You smelling nice, nice, beautifully baked
0: treats. Is it bake? Is it baker season? I mean, baker season. <laughs> I might have to call a good friend of mine by the name of Norman Nate and say, "Hey, my guy, uh, what do you think about baker season in 2022?" And he'll be like, "Oh, hell yeah, yeah!" And, he'll love uh, that shit. He's a legend. We know this. He would love all bit of it, but I just. I don't see how that happens. I mean, Vince, in your prediction, because now this is got to go to another. This is got to go to another indictment. This is going to go to another yeah. court. So this is going to have to get you know investigated by the NFL again. So, I mean, the alleged acts of this man are horrendous, and he's denying all of it, by the way. This
1: is OK. And this is the funny thing, too. So, like, yeah, he's going to den- deny it no matter what. That's what's going to happen. The funny thing is, is that like if you watch like what his lawyer statements have been this whole time, it's like it starts off like this never happened. This is incorrect. All that stuff. New stuff comes out. New people come out. This information comes out. He's like, it wasn't that many. It was consensual. It is what what it is. Oh, they had NDAs. Like, yeah, no. I mean, like, yeah, like he they all knew what was happening before it started and all this shit. And he's trying to basically say that. All of this is legal, which is just absolutely incorrect. So they're stepping all over themselves right now, which is embarrassing and all that shit. And if you look at it from a football standpoint, again, fucking disgusting nature here, like ridiculous. If you look at it from a football standpoint, all they did was put a bunch of money into a guy that didn't know was going to start again. He was going to get suspended at some point and he he will be and it's probably going to be at least a year now. So they gave money to a dude that's going to get suspended. They pissed off
0: guaranteed money. Yes, exactly. That's the thing.
1: They gave him that money. It wasn't like, like, oh, there's a good chance you're going to get it. He's getting it.
0: The most guaranteed money for anybody, anyone. Yeah,
1: and knowing he's not even going to play for half the fucking year or whatever it is. And then all they did was just shit on the guy that took him to the playoffs. (laughs) Really? If you think about it, Baker's like, what the fuck's going on? And then they said the Browns are out of it. And then Baker's like, okay, like I might have a job, whatever. And the Browns are back into it. They basically told him they weren't going to get him and then they got him. And now they don't have a quarterback, and now they're gonna start Tarod Taylor or some fucking asshole now instead of Baker Mayfield, because Baker Mayfield's not gonna want to play in the first place. It's a goddamn mess.
0: It's gonna be Jacoby Brissett uh for the yeah. record, and that's gonna fit Stefanski's offense way better. I mean, when they say that the Browns are a factory of sadness, Dude. like even when they get it semi close to being right, it ain't yep. right.
1: Yeah, and they now, destroy like, it like
0: this. I mean, destroy it like it would have been wise to say you know what we're going to let all the stuff blow over with Deshaun before we even fathom um doing this now my question is is like with how many reporters the Ian rap reports the Adam Schefters, and the in the in the, the whoever um there was no new, no news floating around these inner circles across the NFL which is the it, I mean, it's a tight-knit circle. I mean, if you yeah. really break it down, news doesn't get out unless people want it to get out. But yep. still, before you spend the bag, there is no discussion from your management team to say, you know what? Just just maybe before we open the checkbook, we make sure this guy is in total R. Kelly part two. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, we, we got to make sure he's he's not a robber and, and sit in an interview saying, define teenage because i'm just saying because this is like the the nfl's version of r kelly
1: it is i mean shit it's like robert kraft was a whole fucking story this is that times one trillion five thousand like it's ridiculous and who else was gonna pick him up at the time let's be honest like there was a lot of talk and not a lot happened and all of a sudden the browns just did it real talk I remember seeing it right a o- real talk. All right. Last R. Kelly reference there for the rest of the show. Continue. Um oh, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> okay, real talk. They don't shit with you eat.
0: <laughs> All right, let's go. i sorry. Squirrel. I needed to squirrel.
1: Oh fuck. Um, yeah, so basically overall. It just kind of seems like it was a haphazard idea. They put the most insane amount of money in front of the guy without knowing this is going to happen. And it's the Cleveland Browns. And this is how the Cleveland Browns do shit. And honestly, they fucking deserve it. If I'm being entirely honest, the fan base doesn't know the franchise does. I feel bad for the fans.
0: I agree. I feel bad for the fans. Sorry for the factory sadness is bear fans. We do feel your pain. Well, I get it. Capacity. We yeah. haven't been able to figure out the quarterback position in almost 20 years. So it's, it's okay. Um, But with all of that being said,
1: you got Davis now
0: uh,
1: Houston rather. So at least he got out of it.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Hey, Houston. I was very high. Fuck your
1: entire front office office, though. Davis mills,
0: Mike, you know what I'm saying? Um, but what I will say is no. Anyway, don't forget it. Hey, I'll be back in green Bay over the spring, (laughs) but whatever. Anyway, um, hmm, that's for work. Anyway, um, (laughs) if Richie, I, I I hear you. <laughs> I I heard all about it, Richie. I thought we were different, dog. Anyway, well, was, you called him Packers Mike
1: because it is Baker. It is.
0: Baker now has some interesting decisions to make. What happens, right? What happens is the next question. So with all of that going down, and now Baker's probably on the outside laughing, like <laughs> he's giggling. Go so fuck for yourself! Sure. Yeah. Go so fuck yourself. You you decided to tell me a story and then backtrack, and now you're left with nothing. And I'm not playing for you, basically. Mm-hmm. So I've heard sources allegedly that the Carolina Panthers are trying to close in on a deal for Baker before Dude, the they start. Stop
1: doing this. <laughs>
0: Once they gotta to stop lose. doing this. News why do they do this? News doesn't get out unless it needs to get out.
1: That's true. So um, I don't know. Why do the Panthers do this to themselves? Overall, it's like I mean, yeah, Darnold. That's yeah, Baker Mayfield probably. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
0: USC got alone. Okay, you leave I'm Sam just out of this. He's Stay ass dry. though,
1: and you know that. <laughs>
0: He's been in terrible situations. Shut up. <laughs> Get out of here. It's yeah. I mean, I can see an awful in the situations. Vince, how are you going to, how are you going to talk shit about my red haired King like that? You're right. If he He's was, if he was boy. on Cleveland,
1: he'd be Tom Brady. <laughs> I'm
0: not saying, I would never want that. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy.
1: That's true. Actually, you know, um, that
0: bottom line, but I don't know why Caroline. I think Caroline is reaching when they should just totally they wipe the slate do. clean and just move on.
1: Pick up Jake to bring him back.
0: Yeah. They always Jake do more. this. Why
1: do they keep doing this? They're like, this guy will work. Doesn't work. This guy will work. Doesn't work. It's like this, the verdict's out on Baker Mayfield. Verdict's out on Sam Darnold, in my opinion. Like I think Baker Mayfield, honestly, has better potential here just from being a starter and being in the playoffs and stuff. But it's just, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't like to the fit there at all. I'll tell you that.
0: I don't know. Baker and Christian McCaffrey could do some work, dog. If Chris McCaffrey
1: plays, <laughs> I yeah, feel bad for Carolina. Healthy again. I
0: know. I don't really feel bad for Carolina. You know, Cam got the they shit end of that stick yeah. and, you know, you, you kind of look at everything and you go, all right, well, let's just kind of see exactly where we had from here and didn't end well. And uh, yeah, no, it, it Carolina is going to have to just wipe the slate clean. Matt rule is going to get fired, go back and coach for an sec or a big 12 school, like yeah. Iowa or some shit. And then like, you know, like, like Iowa state, should I say, but like, he's going <laughs> to go back to college. Cause he's made to be in college. He's not made to be in the NFL. So I think
1: it's hilarious though, that you can have a coach that still has a job and you know, at the end of the year, he's getting fired.
0: He's like so
1: there's shit, no man. way in hell. Matt rule is a fucking NFL coach next year. NFL head coach next year, but he literally has a whole year of just waiting right now.
0: <laughs> like we were talking about this at Matt the end Nagy. of last year. It's yeah, hilarious. He's all of Matt Nagy yep. at the end of this season, but I do believe Baker winds up there and then Baker, you know, he'll probably sign a one year deal or whatever, or just work out the rest of his contract and then, you know, go somewhere that really wants him. Um, which I don't know who would want I don't that, that small game, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, this happens to a lot of former first round draft picks who don't go far. First man,
1: overall too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I feel like he God got damn. a little too big for his britches too quick, you know, with the, with the Hulu commercials and then the progressive, eh, just, yeah. Uh, yeah. A little too big. Should have. Well, we talked up. about
1: it in college football one too. It's like, he does better when he's the underdog. Yeah, so like, maybe
0: he does need to go to Cleveland.
1: He came in you know? as a walk-on in Oklahoma, and he proved himself, and he was good that way. And then he came as the first overall pick with expectations, not as an underdog. Kind of fucked up. Maybe he goes to another team. People are like, yeah, Baker ain't shit, and then he shoves it in your face. That's the only way I can see that. I kind of hope that happens because I overall kind of like Baker Mayfield, but I don't know. After this Brown situation, I'm like, dude, fuck the Cleveland Browns. Go and prove them completely wrong while Deshaun Watson's on the goddamn couch at his home because he can't play.
0: Well, to me, it's going to be something where I don't believe he goes back to the Browns no matter what happens. Even I don't think he I should either. It. But I believe it does give him the best chance to win. Yeah, I'd say so. So uh, but you was- know,
1: when bridges burn, they don't rebuild themselves. So <laughs> you got to figure that out.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. They don't regenerate. But some blasphemy that I kind of thought came out of a different camp <laughs> over the past week <laughs> was now Tyreek Hill trying to justify – his lefty quarterback from Alabama, a.k.a. to attack of law. His arm strength slash arm talent, even though he throws dead ducks and underthrows everybody. He's the same uh, as Pat. Come on. You already know that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, what I would say is I believe Tyreek Hill is uh, smoking uh, something because uh, he literally is on the record saying that uh, Tua over uh, Mahomes uh, has better accuracy. Yeah. During that
1: interview, he said, he was like, Oh, like, you know, like the guy was asking questions. He's like, Which do you kind of prefer? He's like, Oh, those balls that are thrown up and you got to go get it or the ball that kind of falls in your hands? He's like, Tua throws the ball where it falls in your hands. And it's like, You're telling me fucking. Granted, there was a lot of passes where Pat Mahomes kind of threw it up. Tyreek Hill just like kind of hawked it down and ran. But he's like, You know, I could have. I could have had more yards or whatever if the ball was just in my hands like that. And I'm like, you think Tua's going to fucking do that for you this year, you psychopath? Get out of here. No way, dude.
0: No way. Get out of here. Dude, for me, like, I just don't see how these guys justify leaving situations where they're the guy. And don't get me wrong. I mean, Kelsey is the leading receiver in the NFL over the past two years.
1: That damn trio, though, man.
0: But they had something special, and you got greedy when you could have made money outside of football, being on a winning team. Like that's yeah. But also,
1: like I also on the on the whole, get your money when you can get it kind of deal too. I fuck with it both ways. But if I were him, I'm not leaving that situation. You could be a dynasty. You'll be able to get way more money doing that if you're a dynasty. Then here's your contract. Now you're Miami, and if he sucks, then it's it's fucked. (laughs) Like really. Because we don't know if well, he's just like really, really good with or without Mahomes or if Mahomes gave him a significant boost or not.
0: Well, listen, I think Mahomes gives everybody around him a significant boost. Just the fact that he can fit balls in places no one else can. That's what he um, said. Oh, boy. Anyway, <laughs> um, what I would say is that Tyreek Hill is not going to go back to the playoffs, not with this team, even though they spent it Mm-mm. back. And then there were reports before the season even started that um Sean Payton was gonna come to the Dolphins. Yep. There was like real talk about that and Tom Brady was potentially joining yep. him and there's all the Brady talented, with the ownership
1: allegedly. stake and a four year deal and then Sean Payton was going to be like the highest paid coach in the league or something like that.
0: And then all the Flores counts came out and like yep. yeah then that got shut down like mad.
1: It's like wait, but what if he's a racist?
0: <laughs> well <laughs> well like, is he is racist? A- deal <laughs> off fucking over uh, fuck this (laughs) tom brady's like fuck yeah damn it (laughs) be an owner um but see we always scroll to tom because tom's a legend but tyree hill is gonna learn the hard way here i think they're just throwing balls in practice right now they're they're they don't have shoulder pads it's practice practice. talk about practice oh man yeah uh, uh, that's not gonna age well anyway um baseball would Baseball like goes down the foug ball and go to baseball.
1: Yesterday was one of the more heartbreaking baseball days I've seen.
0: Shout out to that Greek king. Yeah, it was a Miles rough day.
1: Michaelis lost a no hitter. It's Mikolas. It's probably is, but that's how I heard them say it, so I'm sticking with it.
0: Thick mustache.
1: He was in the ninth inning with two outs, no hitter in hand. Cardinals haven't had one since two thousand one gives up a center field double and they were playing the pirates if i'm not mistaken right like that's the worst yeah. part about it is he's just like i got every single guy and then this one dude just rips it down in the center everybody felt bad like wayne was just like oh jesus like i was watching it and i was like why couldn't you just give it to him like fuck that but you know competitor means like hit that ball but like the other side of it's just like that's Going to be the most iconic moment of his life, and then he just kind of ruins it. It's just, it's a real shame. Like, I love seeing a no hitter happen, man.
0: I mean, hey, being a White Sox fan, seeing Mark we see Burley lot. Do it. we you see know, a lot of them. once, you know, and uh, it, it's been a great experience being a fan of this team. it didn't Gavin Floyd have one? Gavin Floyd, I think you're right. I think he did have one.
1: And Rodon have... and Giolito. We're, I mean, we're spoiled with no hitters and perfect games. I'll tell you that. We are.
0: We are. We get a fair amount of them, you know, I mean, Bottom line, though, we're in the armpit of the AL Central. So, facts, you know, you know, we play the Tigers and the Royals, and the only two teams we have the to Guardians really play are the Indians and, and the Guardians. Players. I won't even give them that. <laughs> All right, they're <laughs> the Indians forever and always. All right, it's cooler logo, no matter how Indian racist team. it
1: was. But it <laughs> looks like Paulie logo. Looks
0: on a helmet. Yeah, I don't want to hear about it. Every yep. time they hit a home run, like I said, the, the sound in the stadium should just be oh hey. <laughs> uh, but I do feel bad for this Mikolas because you know Greek King out here doing his best playing baseball, rocking a wicked stash, and he just gets taken, you know, uh, just beat up here. I mean, granted they won the game, so you so you got out, and then okay, yeah, they pull and you. it was like a one hitter, but it's just like oh, that hurts, you know, it's just it like, hurts, I want, man. I want to see him
1: succeed. I want to give him a hug right
0: now <laughs> to kick to the pills anytime. But you know what? He'll be back. He'll be back. My, yeah. He's he's ICU. a really,
1: really good pitcher, like a really good pitcher. So he's going to be fine. It's just like, you know, when he gets so close and then it kind of just shits in your face, like it's gotta be one of the I most watched, heartbreaking things.
0: I watched him pitch against the Cubs a couple weeks ago and he was lights out. Yeah. He gave up one run.
1: Yeah, okay. no, he's he's no goddamn joke at all.
0: Yeah, he's going to be an all star this year. So shout out to that guy. Uh, St. Louis is going to win the AL Central. Not a I know about
1: it. they can so. win the AL too, though.
0: <laughs> NL N- N- Central, my bad.
1: Yeah, they can still yeah. win the AL too, though. <laughs> <Doesn't> sweep <laughs> any of us.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I get too caught up with the White Sox that I think everybody's in the AL. But no, I think the NL Central's theirs. Hundred percent.
1: I agree.
0: I don't think the Brewers are going to be able to come back.
1: I think they'll be. They'll be He'll toying be with there. him a bit, but it's not gonna I think the car. Paul got Goldsmith
0: it. just pimps baseballs. Just so absolutely good. destroys baseballs.
1: Yeah, he's having quite a good season this year. Um and then like last year he was he was decent, he was serviceable, but Part of me was kind of like, oh, 30, age 34 season. I don't think he's going to play that well. He's basically just shit right in my face. Like <laughs> this year he's leading, he's leading the National League in batting average, on-base percentage, slugging percentage, OPS, OPS+, plus, and total bases. <laughs> and hits. He's just, just he's leading everything. Just He's got a 1.073 OPS for anybody that that means anything to. That is so stupid. To be anywhere over 1 in general is just insane, especially as a 34-year-old. So, good for that guy.
0: Just absolutely demolishing baseballs at the age of 34. Not yep. jealous at all. Uh, meanwhile, <laughs> the the Braves are just absolutely back to postseason form. Uh, yeah. Winning 13 straight after last night. Yep. Um, closest, probably, winning streak we've seen this season. And the Phillies had that nine-game streak. Yep. Um, and now, the Braves, I think, are right back in contention.
1: They, I mean, shit, they're five games back from the Mets who considerably was the best team in the National League for the first two-plus months of the season. The Braves, you know, 13-0 in their last 13 games. Now they're 36-27, and and I think they were toying with 500 before. Now that's not even a look-in-the-mirror thing. And the big thing is, too, with that Phillies comment, that was post-Girardi. We talked to Girardi last week, or I talked to Girardi last week, but the Phillies are now over 500, too. The Marlins are about five games under 500 Nationals. We don't talk about them, but this NL, NL East is honestly maybe scarier than the NL West at this point. <laughs> like, shit. The Padres are yeah, tied dude. with the Dodgers just about. Giants are 35 and 27, so they're good. But
0: the National League is terrifying right now, dude. I mean, what's crazy, what's crazy about the NL East right now is, yeah, fine, the Braves go on this 13-game banger, but they're still five games out of first. Because the, I mean, Mets the Mets are so got, fucking good. I mean, the Mets are just got this shit just like locked up,
1: like, yeah,
0: on lock. But I mean, yeah. I don't know if it's the AL East is pretty nasty, right? You're, now. I mean, In you're right East, about that too. The Yankees if you, are running away.
1: I'm so angry about that. I can't even express how angry I am about that. I don't like the New York Yankees. They piss me off. I don't
0: like the Houston Astros. They piss me off
1: more than any team besides the Astros. They're just about tied with the Astros. Thinking Maybe I hate the Astros a little bit more because they're big cheaters. But the Yankees piss me off. Josh Donaldson pisses me off. The whole fucking thing pisses me off. And right now they're the best team in the league, which is a shame. Because then you go on Twitter and like it's like a goddamn virus. Like everybody you know is suddenly a Yankees fan, and it's like, oh, the Yankees are the best team ever. Like waiting for championship number twenty-eight. Shut up, Aaron Judge is incredible. I get it. It's amazing. It's awesome to watch. If he wasn't in the Yankees uniform, he'd be one of my favorite players in the league. Like twenty-seven and seven at home, eighteen and nine away. They're basically on a nine and one in their last ten. It's just it's sorrow season for Vince over here.
0: Listen. Here's my issue with the AL East. Now that we're on this, um, even and the AL West, the White Sox are most likely going to win the AL Central. I don't think so because we're five games. No, no, no just hear me out. Five games out of first. Eloy's going to come back. We're going to get hot after the All Star break. are starting to heat up. We're going to get into this.
1: Easiest schedule, remaining schedule in the league too. That's a big right. thing too.
0: Right. And you got TLR just doing TLR stuff. We're going to get into all this, but idiot. still, you still have to play the Evil Garden Gnome in the AL West potentially, or the Yankees. And to me, you're—I don't see any way, unless we have a significant trade to bring some monster bat in. No way. There's no way we beat them. There's. I think there's if we
1: no do way. that, I don't think if we do that, we still can't beat them. Right. It's it,
0: it's 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 just not even plausible.
1: So the Houston Astros right now, they got rid of Carlos Correa last year, and I was like, good, very good, very good. Because you're like, okay, they're shortstop. There's going to be a hole. Like, it'll be all right. And then the Astros just pull up Jeremy Pena out of nowhere, and Jeremy Pena might be the best shortstop in the American League this year. It's fucking agonizing. And I made this point on Twitter the other day, but I think the Houston Astros might be the New England Patriots of baseball. They're going to continue.
0: I, I, I hate to say it in that damn evil garden gnome, but yeah, they just they don't like they just reload.
1: Yeah, they don't, well, like listen, they don't so restart, they right, they don't restart. They just bring new guys in. They cheat. Everybody knows the Patriots cheated. Say what you will, whatever. Patriots cheat. They so you win talk
0: about Tom Brady like that.
1: I didn't say Tom Brady.
0: Mm-hmm. Continue. He's part of it
1: though. <laughs> they cheat and you got they jokes, did. Huh? Yeah, the Astros cheated. The Patriots cheated. Um,
0: well, yeah, the Astros definitely cheated. Right.
1: And so did the Patriots. Um, so and then they bring up guys like this where you're like, where the fuck did this come from? Where did Julian Edelman come from? Where did Wes Welker come from? Where the fuck did Jeremy Pena come from? Third round draft pick in what 2018? Like this guy comes up right now, first year in the league, hitting 277, 333, 471. He has home run power, he has he's stealing bases. It's stupid. It's like, where did this guy come from? And they can just slot him in. I don't know if you remember, but after they won the World Series, they just bring Jordan Alvarez out of nowhere. Where the hell did he come from? Now he's a masher, too. It's like the most agonizing shit because their pitching staff's incredible. And then you look over on the Yankees, and the Yankees are the best pitching staff in the league. Like, Garrett Cole is the worst ERA in their starting um, rotation right now. And that just drives me nuts. I'm like, what are you supposed to do right now? And meanwhile, the White Sox are two games under 500. (laughs) Figure that one out. It's
0: awful. It's awful. We'll get We'll get into it more. And I mean, with yeah. all that being said, we just squirrel on the white socks. Let's just take them. Bullshit. Let's just take them straight to it. We're going to 35th street. Yes, Vince, we are. it's Comiskey corner. It's corner
1: What's happening? Corner. Uh, TA 7s having a baby,
0: bud. Oh boy. <laughs> Once again, we're all about adultery on this episode. <laughs> that's and that's what we um, are saying. We, we said that in the beginning, we're going to say it towards the end. Um, <laughs> so Vince sends this to me, Ah. Uh, yesterday why'd you say that like an old italian grandpa because i had to reach (laughs) down this to me (laughs) (laughs) so he said um (laughs) and i'm sitting here and he's like oh boy this is gonna get weird and i'm like oh yeah yeah we're gonna implode and uh so uh vince why don't you tell the masses what you said yeah
1: likes so, okay so listen there's not a ton of information i'm not trying to incriminate the guy it is what it is all i will say oh, um so i know but i don't know what their the whole situation is maybe it's it's okay i don't know i don't know you know people are weird these days um basically what happened is there was a instagram post um from a gal and i forgot her name entirely cuz it doesn't really matter overall but she basically posted on her instagram story um a picture that said baby daddy on it. It was Tim Anderson. He was all cheesing and making funny faces and stuff. And then everybody's like, what the hell? So like, you know, do some investigative research, click on her Instagram, look through it a little bit. The most recent thing looks like she's got a baby bump going on. In my head, I'm like, listen, he's married to Bria. I know like of Bria, her existence. He has two beautiful kids, whatever it may be. It's just like... The White Sox are so fucked in so many ways with Tony LaRusa and all like the bullshit, everybody getting injured. I don't know if we need baby mama drama right now, bud. I don't think we need that at all. We don't need another Kopeck situation right now.
0: First, the boat. Now you're going to pull this shit? Right. I mean, not to quote Seth Brothers, but like. <laughs> For real though, I mean, I just don't know what more we're gonna do. You got TLR walking a guy on a one-two count in the middle of a series against. We real didn't talk about that, did Dodgers. we? No, we didn't. But oh, I gotta get, get, get some right out after, after this. this. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're we're gonna go. So um, but now we add this to the to to the top of the shit heap, and then not only on top of that, he goes down injured a couple of weeks ago against all the people, of fucking Cubs. He's and
1: playing A right now though. Playing AAA, he's on his Great. rehab start.
0: Awesome, he's in Charlotte in rehab. Awesome, cool. Well, how do you have a groin pull but you're out here dropping loads like Not it's Hiroshima? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like she, he impregnated her before that. Probably
1: she's got a she's got a pretty Allegedly. significant bump. Like she's a couple months in here. It okay. looks like.
0: OK, OK, Vince, if
1: I'm I'm no OBGYN, but it looks like it to me. <laughs> Vince Oge. no,
0: pass. Reverend Vince is also.
1: It sounds like a fucking horrible job. I'm not going to lie.
0: <laughs> it kind of does continue. Yep. Anywho, oh, uh, yeah. Anywho, <laughs> yeah. This is bad. This is yeah. bad. Like I said, I think we're imploding from the inside. Vince sends me a tweet. I saw the tag of the tweet it's a shot from instagram i look up her instagram and i'm like sure as shit it's on the story yeah um so this is real this is real people not like santa claus but this is real
1: i'm hoping he has like an evil twin brother named like tom anderson or some shit and they look exactly alike it is for sure
0: tim deleted his instagram
1: he didn't that was a lie his really? Instagram is seven. It's just S E V E N. People were saying that. That didn't actually happen. I, I was looking into it and I was like, he didn't delete it. He's just, he's not T A seven on there. He's just S E V E N.
0: Well, thanks for making me wrong. Again, for the mass, investigative
1: research. Up. I did a lot of it, boys.
0: Investigative <laughs> journalism at its fucking finest. Taxi Squad it. podcast. That's, That's it. You know. Let's go. Yeah. So, Vince, air out your grievances with the one, two count walk.
1: All right. People that don't know, for the fucking people that don't know, White Sox were playing, Trey Turner's up to bat, 1-2 count, one ball, two strikes. Tony La Russa makes the fucking genius call, and he said, hey, you know what, I think we have a better chance of getting out of this facing Max Muncy instead of Trey Turner, and walks him with two strikes, just walk him, guess what happens the next at bat? Fucking Homer, and I have multiple reasons why this is ridiculous. Because number one, why are you walk in a guy with two strikes? You're one strike away from getting him out. If you're gonna walk him, walk him at the beginning of the at bat, because he's in an advantage count to the pitcher, and then he takes him out. The second thing is, is you do that and you walk a guy, and then you bring Max Muncy up, who is a power hitter who has played in big games. You're gonna piss that guy off. It can go one of two ways: either he gets pissed off and strikes himself out, or he gets pissed off and hits it over the wall. Well, the latter happened and it was bullshit. And luckily I was in Orlando, so I got to avoid a good amount of that until after. But holy shit, the hellfire that happened. Especially after the Joe Madden, after the Joe Girardi firings and shit. People have been calling for Tony LaRusse to get fired. Like fire Tony LaRoos was getting chanted at the stadium and shit. It's like it just seems like he should be gone already. And it sucks because he's boys with Reinsdorf. That's what I had to fucking say about that. That's the most bullshit boneheaded call I've ever heard in my life.
0: You missed the third option for Max Muncie.
1: What? Walk him
0: to? Punched in the dick. (laughs) Um, So, does that happen on the north side of town? Anyways. um, That was wild. I forgot about Uh, (laughs) that. Oh, yeah. Hey, people don't forget. Anyways, um, third option should have just been straight off. Just haul off, punch him straight in the dick. Will Contreras, boom. Doctor. Anyway, um, I will say that TLR makes very sus decisions, as the kids would say these days, no cap. And um, that
1: hurt to listen to, bud. That hurt my <laughs> I always ears. Do
0: this to Vince, and I think it's the funniest. Thing I'm just in the like, world. why I got to do that? <laughs> any, anyway. <laughs> Anyways, I do feel as if that TLR has no business being this manager anymore. I would prefer anybody with the pulse, um, Joe Girardi. Uh, Vince Glaviano. Dude, I'll um, do
1: it. Fuck yeah.
0: Um, you I you to learn Spanish quick, though. I mean, at this stage of the game, I, I'm I'm just down for whomever. Uh, But this is bad. This is getting really bad. I would go back to Rick Renteria right now. Dude. That's where I'm at right now. Me I too, to which I makes it so D. sad.
1: Right yeah, I don't even know if I would go back to Ozzy.
0: <laughs> no, I would. I 100% would.
1: It's... 100% would. It's like you play... I play this game in my head. And I know age is everything, but age is a lot of things right now. Like, he's fucking so old. And you start thinking about old people, like old celebrities, things like that. And you're like, I just think, oh, is he older than Tony? Because I'm just like, oh, Tony's old as fuck. Mike Sosha is like, I think 15 years younger than Tony La Russa. He's been out of the game forever. Like, you might as well put Joe Torre in there right now because they might as well be the same damn age. Like, I there's like things where like it's especially pitchers and I think I kind of see what he's doing where he's we're mid-season he's trying to get guys looks he's trying to get make sure like oh this guy's gonna be good this guy's gonna be good but you can do that when you can afford wins and losses right now they're in third in the central horrible division need I remind you twins are playing really fucking well so you need to sally on up because we already figured out that there's no way in hell that anybody from the AL central is going to be a card team at the end of the year that's pretty obvious. I think we could, we could write that one in stone after the AL East right now. So you got an old guy who's making lineups and putting Lurie Garcia at first. First overall in the lineup, not first base, excuse me. That's the most well, psychotic shit I've ever game, heard. I,
0: I, would, I wouldn't be surprised, Vince. I, I'm, I'm just so, like, not surprised by anything right now. We're That's what sucks. Because, like, we swept the Tigers. And uh, we swept the Tigers. Okay.
1: That's the biggest thing, too, though. It's like I could be pissed off by decisions and stuff, but I'm like losing not interest, but it's just not fun to watch. Like you watch it and you're like, all right, this is fucked. Like last year, I was like, hell yeah, socks are on. Now I'm like, OK, I'm going to watch it, but it's going to piss me off the whole time. That's not what I want to watch, watch it,
0: but I'm not going to like it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It's not what you yeah, want no. to do
1: when you watch a baseball game.
0: No, I couldn't agree more. No, this is this is getting rough. You know, you hope it starts to. Lean in, in the right direction because this is a long time coming. After you trade Chris Sale, after you trade Quintana, and you loaded the way you did, and to kind of get to that, yeah, to segue into our rebuild. To also, fuck Jerry Reinsdorf. am just gonna say that right now. I'm and sorry, fuck Jerry Reinsdorf, that because you know, that's the because only reason he's a fucking coach
1: team. in the first place. Fuck
0: that. Guy. Oh yeah, exactly. I mean, Rick Hahn should have had the hiring position to do what he needed to do to get AJ Pollock in here or somebody in here, but he didn't.
1: Reinsdorf just felt bad because he fired him in 1492. So now he's got to hire him back in 2021. Fucking hey Vince, I'm not years.
0: that old. It was actually 91, but uh, oh, okay. uh, whatever. Uh, Again, was that was guess, that was when you were guess, born. I guess, I Think about it that way. You were in 92. Fu-
1: Neither of us were alive then. That's how bad he feels. Twinkle.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. crazy. All right, Tony, why don't I get it? DUI.
1: (laughs) All right, Tony, it's the 2020s. Now you get pulled over for stuff like that.
0: (laughs) He's a barker, you see. (laughs) But to go back to the to the mastermind that is the Chicago White Sox front office, um, Chris Sale, one of the arguably greatest starters, uh, left handed starters of this generation. Mm -hmm. Closest thing to Randy Johnson I've ever seen um, was traded to the Red Sox and. Helped him win in a that win Yeah, and went on to win a World Series, mind you. Uh, in that trade, we got Yohan Makata and Michael Kopik, the most notable. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, shortly thereafter, we traded Jose Quintana to the Cubs for Eloy Jimenez, Dylan Cease, and then a third piece, which was Dane Dunning. Thanks, now, Cubs. <laughs> if you do look at these trades, which was the better of the trades?
1: There's a lot to break down. And I'm really happy we're doing this because we're like, this is it's consistently like that. It's like who what was the bigger move? It was uh was it the Sale one? Was it the Catana one? I'd venture to say that we actually lucked out better with the Cubs than we did with the Red Sox, even though Sale was the better pick. And I'm gonna I'm gonna say that because. Number one, when Eloy's healthy and good, he's great. And I, I he's definitely the third wing on this argument for sure because they, there's a lot that he has and we're still sitting on potential here. Two, though, I mean, Cease is shoving. And Cease is going to be on the team for a while. He's going to be a big piece if they decide to contend. And I love that. And then the third part is that Dane Dunning move right there. Trading him for Lance Lynn was enormous for us and Huge. honestly it's like it's it's nice it's nice right now to have Lance Lynn coming back and you can have that veteran presence so I think that's honestly the biggest thing um obviously Copex is shoving right now Mancada, ever since he got COVID he's been weird so he had a good game today but I'm just hoping that he can stay consistent but right now I'm taking that Cantana to the Cubs trade over that Red Sox trade, even though Kopec's probably the best piece out of all of them there.
0: Yeah, if we break down, I I don't think Kopik is the best piece um, out of, I mean, out of the Boston trade, 100%. Now, if we look back at that trade, it was actually for four players. It was Yohan Makata, Michael Kopik, Victor Diaz, and outfielder Luis Alexander Bosbe. Yeah, Diaz. Yeah, Basabe's on the
1: Giants right now. Any good? No.
0: Well... Then, all right, so yeah. <laughs> thanks, Red Sox, for royally just shoving it. And for us, it uh, it's difficult because, once again, now you're in the height of your rebuild, and now this is the time where you should be. Oh, Basabe's
1: back. Sorry. He just came back because he's so bad that he got dropped.
0: <laughs> Excuse me. All right, go ahead. So there you have it. So There you have it. Back <laughs> from the dead. But still, it's it's difficult to understand, but I do think when you break it down, um, the Quintana trade was the overall haul Just due to, Has to be. and Eloy Even though Eloy hasn't played Much He just always gets hurt like the weirdest way It's like when oh, he my, this, ball, it's and so oh my Oh he, he can only Hit the ball he's oh, going to be a career DH for the rest of his life this is, this is I bad.
1: mean dude at this point too When you look at it now it's like You have Eloy Jimenez Now it's like he okay so first off the pressure is completely off of him which is good like at this point it's going to be like the other guys are also way more important Um, but the the biggest thing that you kind of have to take from that is like listen everybody else kind of worked out a lot better than how I feel like hope like Mancada kind of working out because if you remember like he was like the he was like the piece like Mancada was supposed to be the, the big deal.
0: Oh, Mankata was supposed to be the best of the best. Yeah. Mankata he's was good, supposed but he's to be the next good. Derek Jeter. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Mankata is not very good when Laurie Garcia is rated higher than him in MLB the show.
1: That's still the some show. bullshit. I don't care what anybody says.
0: <laughs> Fuck Laurie Garcia. I'm sorry, Laurie. I don't like you, bud. <laughs> yeah. Longest uh, tenured White Sox player. No big deal. We always It's ridiculous. About that. that shouldn't be the case. <laughs> but Vince, you know, let's talk about some positive things. Okay. Um, Pollock. AJ Pollock is heating up right now. Huge. Um, last couple nights been crushing the ball. He even had a good game against the Dodgers. So he's uh,
1: the reason um, that Eloy's gonna be DH'ing a lot more, too. I'll tell you that.
0: Which is which is great. We'll yeah. take it. We'll take it. Um, and then Andrew Vaughn last night, four mm-hmm. hit night. Okay. Then on top of that, we got Abreu starting to get to mid season form. He's been breaking the last couple weeks. Which is we need that. Now, if Grendel Fuck, yeah. could start doing the same, you know, maybe justify just some too. of his worth. Yeah, Yeah. justifying his worth. And then Mankata, you know, hits a dinger today, seemingly starting to get some consistency going at the plate. Yeah, Still very sound defensively. I mean, is it out of bounds to say that after the All-Star break, we are in a position to make a significant push for the AL Central, even though we had just alluded to the fact that it's not going to go very far. But continue.
1: I hope. I do hope. I think that it's good. There's a good chance. I would like to say... One more thing about one more guy as well that's just been on an absolute heater, and his name is Jake Berger. For as much as we've like Bergy talked about, th- as much as we talked about, like Jake Berger doesn't have an arm, whatever it may be, I, he's he's relatively bad it, at defense. It is what it is. It
0: does look like he's throwing a shot put every time he throws a yeah. baseball. And I yeah. said this back in spring training. Spring training, because I was yeah. I was there. I was yeah. there.
1: Um, but I mean like he hasn't been that detrimental, but this guy comes in, plays 38 games, has eight dingers, 273, 322 OBP. I mean, honestly, like from what we expected to get out of him after all those injuries and shit, I love Jake Berger. Never send him down. Gavin Sheets was the right call about the send down. Um, but sorry, that was just an aside, but you got to give Berger some love. I think at this point, there's a lot of guys coming back. You get Eloy back, get Lance Lynn back. Pollock plays like he's supposed to play, and Abreu heats up. Andrew Vaughn, the most like sound hitter I've ever watched. Honestly, when he every time he hits the ball, he squares it, and he doesn't always like hit it like you know a country mile, but it's always a liner, liner here, liner there, whatever it may be. So honestly, if if Vaughn can hit, like literally, like not hit the ball, but just like hit as in a good draft pick, he's doing well. Mancada, you know, can at least lift his shit up to 250. Come on, like at least give me a 250 batting average, and have give me those veter- yeah, have those veterans come in. Have Lancelin pitch pretty well. Like that's a recipe for success. So I think yeah, like by the end, by the end of like after the All Star break, when we hit, I don't know, like a month after the All Star break, whatever it may be, I fully expect the White Sox to be either the top of the division or within two to three games. Will it happen? Who knows? Because this whole season's been a fucking dumpster fire, but. The fact that they're basically at 500, right under 500, and they have a chance to do that, that's that's going to be huge.
0: Well, Vince, I hate to rant on our parade. Um, okay. But uh, now, shit gets real. Yeah. So the next two series are against the Astros in Houston and then against the Blue Jays in Chicago.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, terrifying in itself because we just got off of this heater. The hope is is that we can start to um, get some momentum off of this series and toggle that into a good team.
1: Consider uh, it a litmus well test, against, right?
0: Yeah, and play well against those set good teams. But we haven't been capable of doing that. Um, and we get seemingly excited about saying, oh, we beat the Tigers. <laughs> And Sometimes you just got to reach go for play,
1: straws. <laughs> now you got to go play a
0: real ball squad. So it's yeah. going to be very interesting to watch. Now, you know, the, the, the twin series, the weekend or the holiday week is going to be great. Um, Huge. That's going to be probably the biggest series we play. So yeah, after a lot of division matchups here,
1: after they meet, meet up with the angels, there's a lot of division matchups beginning in. July basically, the entire month is going to be a lot of interdivision stuff, which is good because we got to eat them alive if we're going to do anything. Like, if you can't take care of your own division, that's the worst in baseball, then you're fucked. Because, like, you see these guys more than everybody else, you know the pitchers, you know the hitters. If you can't figure that out, see ya, you know. And one more thing, too, Luis Robert, don't swing at everything, bud. You can always take a ball every now and then.
0: That's a thing, though. That's a thing with you know, foreign players, it, it, they swing at garbage. There's not many well, players that are from, you know, outside of the U S so to speak that are, practicing. I heard this
1: interview about that. Cause I was like really honestly wondering that. I was like, why does everybody from like foreign countries, specifically the Caribbean, like why do they always swing all the time? And like a big thing that was said around a lot of those specifically the Dominican, I'm sure Cuba as well is like you don't you don't go to the MLB on walks. <laughs> so they're always like hack away, hack away, hack away as young guys. So a lot of them do have to kind of learn some plate discipline when they do get to the minors or whatever they may be. Granted, they're in the MLB, they got to figure out how to do that, but that is probably a microcosm of why that happens in a in a big way.
0: I couldn't agree more. I right? it feels if once you get to this level, you got to learn how to be patient at the plate because it's so They'll fuck you over if you can't. You're Uh, fucked if you can't. Yeah, to to just be absolutely destroyed. So uh, we'll continue to monitor our White Sox as we go. It is a wonderful time. Uh, to conclude, Whiskey or Whiskey. Well, after watching the White Sox and the Comiskey <laughs> I Corner, some. I think I'm going to need some. Um, come Whiskey. <laughs> come Whiskey now. Uh, we do appreciate everybody joining us for the Infidelity episode of <laughs> this one
1: And this one goes out to don't cheat on your fucking partner.
0: <laughs> yes, this one goes out to don't be a scumbag and yep. don't ask for happy endings. Um, unless that is... You are listening to the Taxi Squad podcast, not trying to make it weird. I'll give you the happy ending any day. We always give you the happy ending. (laughs) So with all of that being said, Vince, it's always great doing this with you. Pleasure. Episode what now? 24? 24, season 2. Season 2, episode 24 in the books. As always, people, we thank you so much for tuning in. And typical, like, follow, subscribe, rate it. Do it. It's always fun, Vinny.
1: Peace.